0: This is the My Michelle Live Podcast. Weekend Review. A look back at the week. It's My, it's Michelle, My Live Michelle
1: Live Weekend, Weekend Review. Review. Here's Michelle.
0: Hey, Michelle and co-host Adam Roseri. Hey.
1: Hey, hey, Michelle, what's cracking?
0: Oh, this week is, it's just, it's absolutely crackers is what it is. The news cycle.
1: It's like, where do we begin, dude? (laughs) It's just
0: crazy. But don't you worry as you're watching, listening, viewing, or whatever it is you're doing with this show. (laughs) We're going (laughs) to unspin the news, give you the god honest truth and look for the god story and the message of hope in it all we're willing to do that even though uh it gets us canceled at times i will not be yep. going to one of my favorite sporting events this weekend and covering it because they don't want my kind there yeah oh, right goodness. are yeah. you serious yeah motocross
1: so there you oh, go they don't like my kind, I want your there. kind here michelle keep no michelle's allowed
0: no,
1: that's alive, ridiculous that just anybody. means you should show up
0: <laughs> i'm not giving them my money <laughs> and they're not gonna let me in it's press it's oh we don't like your kind of press i'm sorry <laughs> all right yeah Fine. so much for freedom but nonetheless it's not gonna shut me up keep that's trying right. it's not working it's all right
1: Who? zuckerberg <laughs> tried unsuccessful google tried unsuccessful Michelle, yeah. you are like the Teflon Don. Like they just cannot hit you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the thing that won't shut up is what I am. Did you hear about the Tennessee insurrection? What?
1: You mean the transurrection? Now, that's what's funny is the
0: transurrection. I didn't hear that one. And it's ve- this is very sad. I don't mean to it laugh is. at it. Just the wording transurrection. <laughs> it's sad. It's. It's so sad, it's almost comical what's happened. And another tragic tragedy, a tragic shooting in schools. What the heck is going on in our society that we want to cause mass harm to people? that's the real question and while i have no problem with debates on gun control what the heck are we talking about the guns when we should be talking about what's happening with the humans behind it we are hurting broken violent uh, vigilant in all things society why aren't we trying to fix it no instead we're going to make things worse what's going on adam
1: it's terrible. I mean, in a world where we live in basically like this cesspool of identity politics, go figure the far left is not pointing attention to the fact that six Christians were targeted in this attack. Actually, one of the victims, this poor little girl, her dad was, uh, used to be the associate pastor at a church that I attended a wedding at, at Park City's Presbyterian Church here where I am in Dallas. Isn't that weird how it,
0: it hits close to home when you have those connections? It's, oh, very it's, much it so. It takes eerie and disturbing and sad to a much deeper level.
1: But you're, but we're not allowed to say, oh, this was a targeted attack on Christians because the whole trans agenda happens to defy like everything that's real and holy. These poor six people who lost their lives. It's disgusting, Michelle, to see how the media is now basically painting the shooter as the victim. It's absurd and real. This entire situation, I think, it just calls more attention to an unfortunate reality that the left is going to continue to demonize guns just these inanimate objects mm. is going to say oh these are the problem and they're going to totally fail to call attention to the actual issue behind this which is the degrading mental health of our mm. kids sure this shooter was a 28 year old this is a 28 year old person who was basically kind of living a very unhealthy life obviously And the fact that we now have, I think, Michelle, and I know we'll cover this a little bit later, we've seen a pattern of shootings, mass shootings, taking place from those who aren't sure whether they're a man or a woman. It's because they're mentally unstable.
0: Yeah, take a look at this. The Colorado Springs shooter identified as non-binary. The Denver shooter identified as trans. The Aberdeen shooter identified as trans. The Nashville shooter identified as trans. So what is really going on here as we debate, oh, these poor victims, which is really what's coming out of the left right now, these right. poor victims is the problem that one, obviously there's a problem with transgender m- people. There's some disturbed things going on there. And because we're not helping them, we're not treating them. We're just saying, yeah, get a sex change, put on a dress, stick some lips- lipstick on, and All put better. it... Put put a washcloth in your groin and look like you have a bulge, and everything's going to be fine. And right. it's not fine. But we're ignoring the hurt and the pain that people are going through, all in the name of some kind of ideology which says anything goes.
1: And the White House is exacerbating the problem. Literally, they're just saying, oh, we're concerned about the attacks on the trans community as a result of this actual violent, terrible attack at right? a Nashville Christian school. Corrine Jean-Pierre herself, she's literally seeing our hearts go out to the trans community as they are under attack. Guess what? A Christian school was attacked. Six innocent people lost their lives. And by the way, three of them were nine years old. It's just, it's saying that we're not paying more attention to the victims here. And also too, this is, the problem here also is it's gonna happen again and the same conversations are going to happen again and there's going to be no solution because the people in power right now are very unserious about actually solving these issues.
0: Yeah, we'll even get into just how crazy that is. MSNBC is focusing on what they deem to be the true victims as
1: well. Oh wait, Michelle, you said it wrong. It's MSDNC. (laughs) Yes,
0: oops. (laughs) And so that's what we're hearing is these poor trans people instead of the poor victims. And we're hearing about these poor trans people in there's going to be attacks on them and such not in how can we help people who have obviously if you have a body dysmorphia if you don't like the skin you're in there's a problem with you you have a, a loathing already let's try to help you Let's try to help you celebrate. I don't care if you're a more feminine man. I don't care if you're a more masculine woman. Good for you. We women come in all shapes, sizes, and brands and varieties, right? I don't care what you are. Love the way you are. Love it. And understand that God has a beautiful design for you and a beautiful way for us to live out our lives that's better than the thing that you're searching for and as you said let's look at these real victims
1: definitely yeah look at this one this is evelyn dickhouse she's the one who basically was going to pull the fire alarm to try and get help right she struggled to get to the fire alarm and actually pull it and she was shot for that she was shot for doing the right thing
0: a nine-year-old hero
1: a nine-year-old hero yeah yeah it's crazy what what our country has lost because really you think about Okay. You think about, this was actually some state echoes a little bit of what Ben Shapiro was saying earlier in the week, right? We spend so much money protecting banks. Banks have vaults and they have enforced walls. They have security pretty much at all times. And, but our biggest, our most precious asset, are children. And we mm-hmm. have these schools that I think you could view <coughs> them as soft targets, right? It's like, you want to go fight with somebody. You're not going to pick a fight with a dude who's 200 pounds bigger than you and more muscular than you are, right? You're going to try and go find a, a, someone that you can actually beat. And so we have these predators, these people that are very mentally disturbed, who are literally finding soft targets being our schools, and they're attacking our most, I would say, unprotected, vulnerable asset. Th- this is our future here. Kids. say it
0: is, but we're so set on calling an a- unborn child or even a newly born child just a clump of cells we dehumanize people we dehumanize people when we hate each other and we show that hate online and when we like to get back to the God story Jesus said if you hate someone in your heart if you hate your brother in your heart you've all, you're already guilty of murder what? That's like kind of all of us. Oh God, so I hate that guy. And right? that might change
1: by the day, right?
0: This is where we're at. So very. But sad. Michelle,
1: God doesn't make mistakes, right? God does not make mistakes. And like you said, you could be born a man and be. A, you could have some effeminate qualities. That's okay. And likewise, you could be a tomboy as a girl who loves sports, kind of like when you were a kid, Michelle. It doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean that you were born anything other than perfectly. There is a greater plan, and I think that if we can solve the mental health issue here, which is exacerbated by a lot of the woke policies that are being shoved down at our schools and shoved into society and into entertainment... We might have a chance, but instead we'd rather just sit here and overprescribe extremely powerful medicines that have strong effects on the brain and then injecting hormones into people, that hormones that shouldn't be into in certain bodies. This shooter, Audrey Hale, who knows exactly what her was in her body at the time, but I understand that she was taking, they say, gender affirmation treatments, right? Like testosterone shots and things like that. Her body wasn't designed to handle that level of testosterone, I guarantee you. Who knows what sort of chemical effects existed to basically amplify the mental issues that she was already dealing with. Not
0: to blame the treatment, but it certainly doesn't help. It certainly doesn't help. And we don't have long-term studies on the effects, what we do know about some of the male hormones, that they do cause aggression. This is something that we will refuse to look at And it is a travesty. And we're not hearing about it. We're not, news services aren't talking about it. There's not a healthy debate on it. This is, and this is perpetuated by, let's just go ahead and say that if you are violent, but you're violent for the right reasons, it's just really okay. And that's what we're saying. We're excusing evil on every level. And that's what we're seeing on the trans day, the trans day of vengeance. What? Oh, my goodness. The actual heck.
1: What? (laughs) Thankfully, Michelle, the trans day of vengeance has been canceled. But by the way, what the heck, trans day of vengeance. Michelle, doesn't like just the words day of vengeance, I think, implies violence. Yeah, things. Are you gonna light things on fire? You're gonna break. You're gonna break windows, destroy cars. But it's okay. Break we into? saw that Who's during
0: BLM, and that was okay. It was well, called it the summer okay, of right? love up here in Seattle. Just summer love.
1: It must be okay when Kamala Harris is literally trying to build these massive multi-million dollar funds to pay for people's bail. Like, If that kind of approval is coming from the highest levels of our government, then yeah, it must be okay. Thankfully, this Day of Vengeance has been canceled. But it's goofy because the reason that they say it's canceled, Michelle, is that they say it's canceled due to a credible threat to life and safety. Dude, look at the title of it. Like, (laughs) Day of Vengeance is in the words. I think we're just seeing a ripple effect from really just far left back mainstream press and the way that they are trying to encourage people to change their gender and saying it's okay. And that literally affirmation is the only path forward to help treat a mental disorder. Yeah. Let's actually physically modify your body and mutilate children. It's absurd. And I'm actually going to the Texas Capitol in a few weeks to go and protest this and also to meet with some of our state lawmakers, because I have a six month old child and I'll be damned if this kind of terrible social contagion is going to impact my child's happiness and well-being. I think parents have to stand against this kind of stuff, and we have to bring us back to a level of reality and back to a world of truth where we're actually able to pursue life, liberty, and happiness. But right now, when you're being told that you're not perfect, not perfect per God's creation, right? That's a problem. When you're being told that, oh, this is the solution, this this permanent solution. Let's give a an 11, 12 year old girl a hysterectomy. Let's give her a mastectomy. That's insane. You're sterilizing children. You're literally going to turn them into adults who are unable to have kids of their own, who are unable to live lives that really were intended for them. Yeah,
0: and with health consequences that we're now starting to even we're starting to see even now is serious. Lifelong health consequences. Look, here's some problems, and this is why I want you to think about your worldview, the con- the consistency of your worldview, and the hypocrisy of your worldview. If it's there, reexamine your worldview. What we're seeing currently with this mindset is continuous let's have a permanent solution to a, a, what could be a temporary problem we see that with abortion we see right. that with gender affirming butchery and the child mission. abuse yeah Tree. we see these well here's a permanent solution to what could be a temporary problem we also see the inconsistency with calling the perpetrator a victim now, right. on one level, we could say, yeah, in a way, you are damaged and maybe victimized by your own ideology. But that's inconsistent in reporting. If that's the case, then everybody who is a shooter, everybody who commits these horrific acts of violence, are victims of our society, victims of a lack of real values or a consistent worldview. view. But if that, but it's not consistent. It's all these are victims. Those people are bad guys. Think up your mind.
1: Exactly right. And it's inconsistent because, frankly, the enforcement of the law has been so inconsistently applied across the country. Literally, if you look like me, for example, literally a white dude, the law is applied differently than if you are a minority or if you fit into an identity group. And that's what you cross so many different cities in our country as crime continues to increase because criminals are being let out for doing bad things. And people are being murdered that should be alive because they have been released by these really, I think, and many times Soros funded district attorneys. They're being released and then coming out and reoffending or literally murdering people. We've seen so many headlines over the past 24 months of of situations just like this. And so... Unfortunately, I think we're going to have to really just come to terms with the truth that our legal system has been taken over. Our institutions are being weaponized to attack political adversaries, whether those are people or ideas. And that's not how our country should be. We have to be a country where everybody gets to play on the same playing field with the same rules.
0: Right on, sir. Don't believe us. Keep listening, because this week's news has been cray freaking cray. And just to wrap up. This big news story of this yet another mass shooting by yet another trans individual. This is not to demonize trans people, because I'll tell you what, you are as much uh, affected by the we anything goes as anybody else It does not excuse this horrible trend towards violence that's coming from the trans community that we're not talking about but you know what we'll get to that one. Oh, i have a news story here this is crazy all right now part of the reason why this school was targeted not just faith-based but because they were a soft target A lot of other schools in the area had better security. Here's what's happening in Washington. You've heard this, Adam. Republicans had introduced legislation to protect schools. It's called the Security Aid for Every School Act or the SAFE Act. The SAFE Act, yep. So states would be able to use their grant money in a number of ways, including training veterans who have recently retired, former law enforcement officers, uh, to hire off-duty law enforcement officers, funding to increase physical security, all of that. But you know what? Your president said, no, we just have to ban assault weapons, and everything's so going to be rosy. As you had mentioned and Shapiro had mentioned, our bank vaults, You know, you're not going to have easy access to money. So what do we value? What's our real value? Because the Bible says where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Where is our treasure? If our banks are more fortified than the schools that your children go to, what's our real value in America? When when we say, all right, so this is nonpartisan. You can talk about gun laws and say let's fortify our schools but the white house said no biden won't consider anything other than a ban on assault weapons but why are we trusting him did you see this <laughs> even msnbc or msn rather is saying yep. that there is something seriously something is seriously wrong <laughs> with joe biden that's the you that's don't the, say dude that's the headline from msn i'm like what what? I know. I'm
1: like, wait, that's a Microsoft property right there. Okay. That just tells me they want Gavin Newsom to run for president, basically, <laughs> which yeah. oh, he's done a great job in California. People just ask people there. They're so happy. It's absurd. Yeah, they just want they? to put one person. Yeah, mean, they're just going to replace one, I think, puppet with another, but it is going like, to see this. Let's, oh, absolutely. Okay. So yeah.
0: he's just, what you're going to see on camera, if you're not, if you're listening to the podcast rather than watching, you can watch it, mymichellelive.com, is him walking basically with a handler that's saying, okay, we're going to walk down the stairs and then you're going to say <laughs> hi to, there's yep. men and women there. Oh, hi, men and women. And then, okay, and there's a little blue mark there and you're going to stand there and you're,
1: okay, Joey, this is where yeah, you're going this, this
0: isn't a movie set where it's like you have to sit on your stand on your mark this is this is so disturbing msn said whoa there's a and problem. as you so, as you
1: watch it just imagine an imaginary leash being right there between <laughs> the two
0: <laughs> here you go
1: and down here yes sir down the ramp and we have people lined up on the left over here some union leaders and workers hey, advisor, ladies.
0: There's no one near him when he saying that.
1: <laughs> Your mark is going to be the blue one to the left. How y'all doing? You've got a blue mark, and that's okay. I got, I'll stand my blue mark, and then I'm going to say load each one. Yes, sir, I'm, I'll help you get you started. Get orders, right? Oh, my. Where are we going? Are we going to the bathroom?
0: Oh gosh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Left foot,
1: right foot, sir. It
0: would be funny <laughs> if it would be funny if he wasn't the president of the United. It wouldn't even be funny. It'd be, it be when you're doing that with your grandpa. It's just endearing. That's what you do. And okay, but I can't. You don't I mean, even let someone at that stage drive a car, let alone drive a
1: nation. He is not a spry 80 years old. Chuck Grassley is a very spry, I think, 86, I think is what Dude, he Dude, I was is.
0: reading about a surfer that's 80-something years old, and he's 90 years old, and he's, yeah, I'm going to be surfing on my 100th birthday. Like,
1: you can be, a, you can be a, a senior citizen in the advanced stages of life and be incredibly healthy and active. Joe Biden is not that guy. He's not mentally sharp. And if you watch a montage of him over the many decades of his term in politics, you will see him go from being articulate but still stupid to then just stupid and not articulate at all to slurring words to just not even knowing where he is in some moments to shaking hands with a ghost we saw that last year (laughs) this is really scary though because you look at the world stage right we have china getting more powerful by the week they're making mm-hmm. threats against central asia trying to actually consolidate parts of the former soviet republics to have more leverage over russia they're getting closer and closer to a hot war with taiwan taiwan's one of our most important allies in the world we need them for a lot of things that fuel our technology sector particularly semiconductors and then they're also just a great ally of ours so as we get closer and closer towards i really hope this is not a reality a, a hot world war three this is this guy joe biden is basically what the world is looking at when they're trying to wonder what america's strength is at this time what our capabilities are it's joe biden that is scary and oh by the way he's also bought and paid for by the ccp we're going to talk about another story later about trump and of course alvin bragg the very very politically biased da over there in new york but joe biden and the hunter biden situation the biden crime family in general there's so much money that has gone between them and leaders in russia ukraine (laughs) and china that you have to wonder okay not only is he not articulate and seemingly not well but is he also just frankly, a foreign asset at this point.
0: And that's what we really need to be focused on, not just laughing that he can't find his way to his mark. The big story this week that we wanted to get to is the New York grand jury that indicted President Trump. Now, for people who are still ignorant as to what that means is an indictment is not a conviction it means that they can move forward with court
1: proceedings just like impeachment is not a conviction either for a president it's like you've been charged with something but you still have to go and hear the case out in court and decide guilt or innocence at that point
0: okay so talking about this is disturbing now this may squash his chances at running for president again which i don't mind him not running for president but what I do mind is that inconsistency is being able to use the system to target one side because if we're going to target him we should be we should be targeting Hillary Clinton Bill Clinton we should be targeting other past presidents I don't have a problem with that if you're consistent but there isn't any consistency. Additionally last year Alvin Bragg lowered 52 percent of all felony charges to misdemeanors okay over half lower felony charges <sighs> to misdemeanors okay so we're just gonna lower that but in this case he chose to elevate a misdemeanor past the statute of limitations to a felony count to indict Trump that is not okay use the law there should not be two standards of law based I don't care what kind of idiot you think Donald Trump is there should not be two systems because that's what we see in Venezuela we see two systems one for the elite those in power and one for the poor people who have to eat zoo animals in order to survive that's not okay
1: no, it's not. I really see this as a continuation of one of the most frankly embarrassing and ridiculous witch hunts against a president that I think we've probably experienced in modern history. This is a just another example of how people in positions of power are abusing their power. They're abusing the trust of the public, and it's a terrible thing to witness. Whether you're a liberal or a conservative, this should be extremely concerning to you because it sets a very dangerous precedent. Oh, and
0: it's uh, scary. I really, for good. I was really going to say. Ahead. I was
1: going. I was just going to share the words of a, of our House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. And he basically, he was obviously pointing to what we're talking about right now. And he said, as Alvin Bragg routinely frees violent criminals to terrorize the public, he weaponized our sacred system of justice against President Donald Trump. The American people will not tolerate this injustice and the House of Representatives will hold Alvin Bragg and his unprecedented abuse of power to account. So that's what we have to do. We have to really be vocal and outspoken. And next Tuesday at 2.15, Trump's going to basically be arraigned in New York. He's not going to wear cuffs. They're not doing that. They've already discussed how that entire process is going to play out. And that's been a coordinated effort between New York's municipal authorities and the Secret Service. But nonetheless, we have to ask ourselves, okay, now what comes next? What are we the people going to do about this? The legal process for Trump at this point is going to play out. I suspect that Alvin Bragg is going to Probably be embarrassed by a very by the very weak case that he has against the president, just based on a lot of testimony that's already been exposed to the public. He's been Trump has been so closely scrutinized by so many different federal agencies over what, like eight years or so at this point. They know everything about him. But we, the people, the public, we know everything about the Biden family because we've actually seen the laptop information we've seen the nasty photos of, of Hunter Biden doing what he's doing we've heard the communications between Hunter and Joe then have consistency. You know, we see a double standard here yeah, yeah exactly have consistency. have consistency
0: because they've had to dig deep this prosecution is built on a couple of risky witnesses which it's <laughs> not I don't care I Michael hate Cohen me for saying this if you're ultra MAGA but I care less about what happens to Donald Trump I care more about what happens to American citizens when they can when we're Seen just in lower courts in situations where if they don't like you, they can pull out anything they want, twist it. Think about our J6ers,
1: the J6ers, right? You have people that have never committed a crime in their lives, who are not violent, who are just present, who spent, in some cases, months, some more than months, like a year or two, <clears throat> literally in jail for being president, present at the Capitol. And then you have Alvin Bragg literally freeing murderers to go out there and stab people and kill people again and again. But he'll raise a a, a misdemeanor
0: to a felony charge. You heard about the girls in Times Square that were shot.
1: Oh, wait. Tell me about that one.
0: Okay. So these girls in Times Square, they were going after Donald Trump.
1: Oh, this one. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) That's right. So basically, yeah, so this is just another example of Alvin Bragg basically allowing violence to take over New York City. And so Eric Trump was trying to basically call attention to the violence that's taking place and escalating in New York on a daily basis. And he was literally just saying, like, why are we sitting here escalating a misdemeanor that's already a pretty weak case? Like, why are we escalating this to a felony status? When you have all this violence taking place, also pointing to the Hunter Biden activities, Hunter Biden has gotten away with so many things, including lying to the ATF about a weapon purchase and then abandoning a firearm at a playground next to a school. Like, what could go wrong? Because this is this all goes back to a hundred and thirty thousand dollar payment to an adult film actress named Stormy Daniels, it's not a real name. Stormy Daniels is, I guess, her. Do I say stage name or her bed name? I'm really not Oh. Sure. <laughs> I don't want to get I don't want to get into that one. But this is literally money that had nothing to do with this case is about campaign finance laws and none of that money had anything to do with Trump's election. It's a totally unrelated matter and I think we're going to see that as the facts come to light. I was really happy Michelle to see Ron DeSantis stand up against this ridiculousness. Oh, yeah. He did. The Trump legal team obviously worked with the New York authorities to figure out Tuesday's arraignment situation, but if Trump were to just stay in Florida, DeSantis was like, "You know what? This is absurd. We have this Soros-backed Manhattan DA who literally ran with the idea of finding a crime that Trump did. I'm going to don't just you show me the guy, I'll tell you the crime." And so DeSantis, is, you know what, here in Florida, we're not going to We're not going to tolerate that. We will not extradite D- Donald Trump to New York for your, your your Mickey Mouse court of a show. Good for M- him, Michelle too. Yeah, That's good for him. An old for
0: school him. kind of politics. They're running against each other. That does not make you enemies. I was so thankful to hear that it gave you for those of you who are in the messed up generation of Gen Z that's the way the world used to work and that's the way the world should work again some of the things that are scary since we're I'm going to move along since we're running low on time this is this kind of plays along outside of the Donald Trump issue but how we are weaponizing government and institutions against people so there was a journalist that that had been pretty instrumental in the role of when Twitter owner Elon Musk of course had his efforts to re- re- reveal how social media was being weaponized right and working with the government the same day that he testified before a select subcommittee on the weaponization of the federal government IRS agents showed up at his door And remember, Hmm. they hired a bunch of IRS agents and they've weaponized them with guns, the kind of guns that we don't want you to have. We definitely don't want Adam to have, but it's okay to weaponize. Those same IRS agents showed up at his door. This is what I'm trying to point out here. This is scary. And if we're seeing it with the Trumpster and we're seeing it on the major stage, how long before we see it at your doorstep? And you could say, oh, just like they did in Nazi Germany, if it's them and not me. Yeah, it was them and not you. And then it was them and not you. And then it was you. And no one was there to stand up for you. That's why we're standing up today. Just to bring us to a close, we're running out of time. This is what I wanted to get to today. There's a lot going on in the world and we're turning towards hate instead of truth. Okay. This was an example university professor that was suspended luckily for calling on people to kill conservative speakers. He is he Wayne State University has actually suspended this English professor. And referred him to police because he said after the Stanford students had shut down a conservative that federal judge, judge, yeah, he said they should have killed him instead of just heckling. That's what, what a your terrible kids are thing to say.
1: Yeah, what a terrible thing to say. Should have killed like that. That's literally someone who's been entrusted with literally like helping kids learn how to think and how to analyze things critically. You should just kill him. Are you yeah. kidding me? That, that, that I'm glad that this guy was referred to the police just to at least get a few questions. What, how could this guy ever be employable again as an educator? Go write a book or something. Find him, well, go be on. a barista sure or he, something. The Ivy
0: League is frothing at the mouth waiting for him to, well, to, to, to His next gig him.
1: will be Harvard. Yeah, Yeah, he'll be at Harvard over there with Brian Stelter. It's absurd.
0: So there's a lot of this ugliness going on. And according to a new poll, Americans, Wall Street Journal was all over this. Americans no longer value patriotism or religion that was like 1998 70 percent deemed patriotism to be important 62 said so of religion now only 38 percent and 39 respectively that's showing where we're going now i will say that respondents answered to a live person which de- does trigger that social de- desirability basis and so we have a person even if that's the case and i think that there are more be with us than be with them but even even if that's the case we still have this idea in our head that this is how society is going and that's scary and it is
1: scary and i think that this also is a lot of the reason why we are seeing things like the nashville shooting and also too just the declining mental health of our kids
0: or even it's satan because- we're seeing Satan. Satan is Satan. Uh, th- yeah, seriously. Satan, Satan is getting Park. hot as hell in pop culture. If this that's is that's no right, joke the,
1: was it the Grammys? Right, that, that was the Sam Smith thing where they literally like had Satan like parading. They were dressed as Satan, parading around on stage, looking disgusting.
0: Right. So, Pew Research is showing sixty-two percent Americans believe in hell up from 58%, movies, television shows, podcasts, children's books, Satan after school clubs, even Jack Black, who led a mass prayer to Satan because of Christian views on same-sex marriage, is now going to play Satan in a Christmas movie. If you could believe that. Trans guest on MSNBC said, God made me in her image. God made me transgender. Okay, so just to wrap things up, what we're seeing here is a society that's falling apart. I don't believe that we're at a place where there's so many people against what is right, what is true, what is pure, what is lovely. But you know what? This is where it comes down to you. Do you care? Does it matter if the majority feels one way or another? Does that sway what is right and what is wrong? And if everybody else chooses a way of an inconsistent world view that really leads to division and not tolerance, hate and not love, true real tolerating love of differing opinions, not we must think the same group think? If everyone goes that direction, where will you stand and what say you? And that's what it really comes down to. Who will stand when the rest fall? Think about that.
1: Beautifully said, Michelle. The answer to that is we all have to stand. We all have to stand. If you have kids, if you care about yourself, if you care about your neighbors, if you care about your family, if you care about your friends, if you care about the future of society and where it's going, we all have to stand up against the society that seems to be breaking down. We have to prop it up. And we have to prop it up and we have to pray about it and we have to make healthy and good decisions for ourselves and for others and i think also too don't fight fire with fire fight fire with water and don't don't bring problems to problems bring solutions to problems and try and bring people together and rally around you i think one of the things that makes it hard for people who are libertarian or conservative to fight some of the things that are thrown at us from the left mob is that we have this mentality our psychographics i use that word as a marketer we're just kind of, you know what, man, just leave me alone. Let me do my thing. I'm just going to, I'm going to do me, you don't knock on my door. Let me know if there's a fire, I'll be there for you. But just generally just let me do my thing. And then on the other side of the fence, everyone's kind of, they just like rally together like sheep around an alpha and they just do what they're told. And that's why we've seen the social contagion taking over. When I look at the voting numbers and I see what people are doing when it comes to political activism, there are, we have so many people that, that think the way we do that we actually appreciate diversity. We actually appreciate God and truth, um, we don't show up to vote. We're too apathetic when it comes to what's t- taking place in our world today. We have to be a lot more proactive about ensuring that we are allowed to like just live and let live. But right now, we're not doing that. So we need a lot more people to participate and ensure that our kids have a good future in this country.
0: It's our time. And it's not just our time to sit back and reap the benefits of what people have laid down their time, their life and their security for so that we can just live in abundance. It's our time to secure that for the future. That's what we're here for. Finding the God story, the message of truth, the message of hope, though none go with me still, I will follow. That's what we're all about. Bring us home, Adam.
1: Yes, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to us, spending some time with us today. Please, check out mymichellelive.com. Check out Michelle's cool beanie. Check out the merch. She's got some cool stuff up there. So, you know, if you want to make a purchase, that definitely helps us do what we do. Definitely please share, subscribe, tell your friends about us. And definitely if you heard something today that you didn't really like or didn't really resonate with you, let us know because we'd love to talk about it. Thank you so much, guys. God bless you.
0: For more fun, go to mymichellelive.com.